and is all lovely at Mickey D's. I had a face full of fries when it happened. Chowing down on the stick of taties, salty, I was in my own space. Infusing and imbibing hot matchsticks of the farmer's fubescent root. Delicious, rich, subsistent nourishment. Shock is surprising to say the least. I kind of remember the moment when she landed in my space. It was shot panic, a mix of white noise and being roused. Panoramic zigzags of awareness jolting open my cognition. Twere disconcerting. Uh, the fucking gun. But, but why is it there for myself? Shut up. Just enjoy it. But, wh why? Can't we just enjoy this proximity for even a moment? Saw you here, okay? When I did see you, that is, something in me peaked. Curiosity evolved into fascination. Or desire to be enveloped by you. If only for a moment. Do you see? But lady, I don't know you. This is pretty awkward. But why does it have to be? Why do two people, normally insular in their personal space, have to feel awkward? Do they forgo their boundaries to multiplex their existences for even a moment? A moment for what is wanted? You need it. I need it. We all need it. Does your heart not yearn forever for someone to breach the infinitely high walls that surround your soul? How about your squirming ego encased in a keep somewhere atop this human structure? Guarded. Filtering existence till you're alone? Here of all places in this popular subpar canteen? You get what I'm talking about? That we uh, live in an abstraction. Yes! our day-to-day -day lives in terms of physicality, but topologically. The network! And getting from A to B, but not how we shunt the atoms to and fro. You seem to have relaxed a bit. A bit. It's still weird though. My face is hot and <laughs> your hair is tickling my nose. I'm a little frightened people will notice. Notice how you've lost control? That someone you don't know is showing you affection. The only two people here that know something is amiss are you and me. Everybody else here just thinks you and me are supposed to be together with my face on your chest. And we are. Mmm. I'll stop if there isn't anything you like about this. Is there anything you like? Well, you do smell kind of nice. I do? Yeah. Firstly, I can smell a mix of your fabric softener. It's not one I use, and whatever it is that you use in your hair, reminds me of forcing. You smell kind of clean, presentable, like you've made an effort. How does it make you feel? <sighs> like you're a but there are processes that make you up that I'm not privy to. We are distant, foreign, but... Yeah? The way you smell is just underneath. It's a kind of warm, sweaty smell. Uh. <laughs> no, 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 it's not bad anyhow. There's a baseline thug underneath your hair and clothes, and it kind of reminds me that there's a person under there, which is reinforced a little by the warmth of your torso beneath your T-shirt, and, of course, your face on my chest. Your subtle stinkiness <laughs> renders you human. It does? <laughs> yeah. It evokes pores, your skin, 
a landscape of man, fleshes, bumps, fuzzes, all that lovely good stuff. Tradium, an implicit siren song. There's a woman in your kit, an agent to connect her, another mind to resonate in. <laughs> Damn it, there's a person in there. Makes me want to peel it all away. The clothes, the shitty fast food, the angst, the abstraction and be free. Be human. I want to drink spirits, nude, in bed, listening to the music with the way you smell. In bed? An interchange of secretions and notions, fluids, everything. Yep. Impressing upon each other the extent of what each of us have to offer. A font of pleasure and making of giddy writhing animation. Resonant shimmering. Enjoying brevity spiralling into entropy. Yes, yes. If only for a moment. Yes, if only for a moment. Now, embraced entangled, dare I say an entity, for that moment we were not lost but one, an item, clutching her precious head to my breast, I never dare being given the choice, but actuality soon seeps in. I held her there, willing for it to be a lifetime, but eventually she simply pushed away, looked me in the eyes with those infuriating green bastards of hers, for the first time I might add, and said, catch you later. Haven't seen a since. Catch you later. Okay. There's Lovely at Mickey D's. Written and produced by Mike Atkinson. Ivo was performed by Mike Atkinson. And Myrna was performed by Victoria McNaught. If the preceding episode gave you a keening sense of loss, you may enjoy It Snows Metal on Venus. If it lit your blue touch paper, you might like to know that five minutes of doubt has an open door policy when it comes to writing. If you want to get involved, send us a script on Facebook or Twitter. But be warned, it can't be more than seven and a half minutes in length with a maximum of three characters. Or if you're a performer, you know, a thespian sort, and want to get stuck in, drop us a line on Facebook or Twitter.